Welcome to the American Nomad Podcast, hosted by the legend himself, or as I refer to him, the legend in his own mind, Rav Holly. Welcome, 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 everyone, to the Monday, December 14th, 2020 show. I am Rav Holly, the American Nomad. Welcome to the Libertarian Hour. I uh, want to apologize, guys. I am running way late. We're, we're starting this podcast 15 minutes after uh, the hour, 7 p.m. We should have started at 7 p.m. Unfortunately, I was up all night moving the podcast to a new host. Uh, starting my birthday outright uh, with a new podcast host after almost, well, six years, almost seven years, I guess, going on seven years with Podbean and uh, figured it out. Over $800 uh, in hosting fees and I've never made an actual uh, penny off of the audio podcast. Uh, so if you guys are listening just to the audio version, I've been paying for the audio version of this podcast for uh, since September of 2014. And this morning at about, gosh, what was it about 6.45 a.m. after working and debating all night and starting to move everything and transfer everything over, I moved the podcast from Podbean to Red Circle. So let's talk about it. I don't know if you guys are interested in that, but uh, anyway, I was just going to talk about that, and it's my birthday, so it's the birthday show. Hey, Lamont, driving home. What's up, buddy? Good to see you. Thank you for the birthday wishes. Appreciate it. Anyway, uh, on B camera over here, let's see if A camera's focused for us and get this show started. The birthday show. Don't forget, guys, if you haven't subscribed to the channel, be sure to hit that subscribe button if you enjoy the show. Hit that thumbs up like button. It helps us with the YouTube algorithm, and I really appreciate it. Hey, look at there. We got an A camera today. Booyah. Even though I'm running late, I probably look terrible. I didn't get a lot of sleep. That's why I'm running late, because I literally woke up, and it was 6.30, and my poor dog hadn't been out. And uh, so I had to run and take him out, and then I hadn't done any preparation for the show. Because uh, when I fell asleep, I'd been up for probably like 19 hours, uh, and I fell asleep like 2.30 p.m. Freedom Dove, welcome to the room, girl. Good to see you. How is everybody? So yeah, uh, didn't have a hot topic to talk about today. I know there's some things going on. Today was the day that, uh, hey, CC, good to see you. Uh, today is the day that the electrical le electoral college uh, actually uh, votes for putting in the elect electorate for uh, who's going to be president. So I didn't get to catch a lot of it. I, I uh, just saw that they were voting for Biden or whatever it looked like, which I think we all knew that was going to happen. But still, I don't think uh I haven't checked the news when I woke up, but I don't think Trump's con, uh, conceded yet. So the Democrats are in a mess with that because until he concedes, there's not a whole heck of a lot they can do about it. And there was a big, uh, another big Trump rally in Washington, D.C. If you guys aren't, uh, 
if you guys didn't know this, there was a big Trump rally in Washington, D.C. And so the last time that there was a big uh, Trump rally in Washington, D.C., uh, the Antifa, 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 the Antifa showed up and uh, didn't do a whole lot. They kind of kept to themselves in their own little uh, part of uh, D.C. there, you know, down down where the, the White House is. But then when people started... Uh, when people from the Trump rally started breaking up uh, and deciding to go back to their hotels or back home or wherever that they were going, uh, Antifa singled those, these people out when they were by themselves, the Trump supporters, and started beating the, the crap out of them. Uh, didn't see anything about it really on the media. Wasn't too much said about it. Uh, but, the you know, Antifa was literally just uh, attacking people. They knocked one guy out, stole his phone. Uh, you just seen a lot of that. So this time around, uh, the Proud Boys showed up. Probably can't even say that, so we'll just refer to them as the PBs. Uh, the PBs, uh, the PBs uh, showed up, and uh, they did the same thing. They started singling uh, at the end of the night. They started singling out the 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 Antifa and uh, beating the crap out of them. So it's just, you know, it's going to go one way or the other. It just depends on uh, who the majority is uh, in the, you know, in the crowd. And this time it was uh, the PBs. Uh, let's see. Freedom Dove says, total BS. They did that based on the election results, but election was a fraud. Yes, I think we all know that. Uh, you got to be, a, <clears throat> you got to be pretty, uh, you got to be pretty, uh, What's the word I'm looking for to believe this election was all in the up and up? The funny thing is, is uh, it's so funny right now to watch the uh, the left, the people on the left uh, that are talking about uh, how, you know, just how uh, secure our elections are. And uh, there's no election fraud at all. Nothing. Uh And these are the same people that for three and a half years were screaming at the top of their lungs about Russian Russian meddling uh, and had a three-year investigation which uh, turned up no evidence of Russian meddling uh, so that all turned out to be a hoax but this time around we have thousands upon thousands upon maybe probably millions let's just go with millions millions of mail-in ballots that overwhelmed the postal service that overwhelmed everything the counters everything but there was no election fraud this time our elections are perfect the same people that were throwing a fit about Russian meddling uh, in our elections in 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019. Same people. Anyway, I'll get off the, I'm going to get off the political soapbox. I'm trying not to do so much political commentary because, uh, you know, it throws uh, the algorithm and the YouTube algorithm into a tizzy fit. Anyway, uh, it is my birthday. I am uh, banned from Facebook. So if any of you guys out there uh, wish me a happy birthday on Facebook, I know there was over 100 people that wished me a birthday. I checked that. And usually what I do uh, on my birthday uh, on Facebook is I literally, I've had over like, I think the most I ever got was like 246 people wishing me happy birthday on Facebook. Uh, and what I actually used to do or what I do, uh, I have always done until this year because I'm banned on Facebook right now. I'm in Facebook jail. What I always do is I go in and I literally like 
uh, and reply. If it's anybody I personally know personally or, you know, somebody I talk to on a regular basis, I will actually reply to their birthday uh, wishes, you know, just to show that, you know, it's because I see people that, uh, you know, they just leave it like, you know, they don't even say anything or acknowledge it or they'll make one announcement. Uh, but I always feel like if somebody took the time to go into my Facebook and actually wish me a happy birthday, then I should take the time to acknowledge that I appreciate that. Uh, unfortunately, this year, uh, that's not going to happen because the overlords at Facebook uh, have me, uh, they placed me in a corner. So uh, it's not going to happen this year. So I apologize. Uh, I'm still uh, like 30 days in it. I mean, or 26 days. I think I got 26 days left. Oh uh, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. After, I'm not even crying about it though. You know what? I, you know what I mean. I'm not even like whatever. It's like whatever. I need a break from Facebook anyway. The only good thing about Facebook for me is being able to keep up with you know friends and family and stuff like that. Let's see. Freedom Dove says I'm a Taurus with Sagittarius Moon. Oh, I'm a Sagittarius and I can't ever remember. Oh, I think mine's in. S can't remember what mine is it uh, mine's in Jupiter but I don't remember what it's what in Jupiter it is uh, so anyway uh, yeah I'm a little discombobulated like I'm always discombobulated but I'm even more discombobulated today because I didn't get a lot of sleep because uh, uh, I, I decided to change uh, the hosting from Podbean which I have been with Podbean for almost seven years and I was a little even a little sad about it because I really do like the Podbean website uh, I think I think as far as uh, <clears throat> I think as far as a podcast host goes um, they've they've been as good as it gets I started out with Lipson and Lipson was terrible I don't know there's so many people that are big fans of Lipson but it's like it was like designed in 1995. 1995 called and they want their podcast hosting service back. Uh, and it's real clunky and it's just uh, real antiquated and it's just not very uh, user. The user interface is not very user friendly. Uh, on Podbean, on the other hand, is totally different. I mean, it's very modern. Even, you know, when I started in 2014, <clears throat> it was it was great. And so... Uh, uh, the one thing I'm gonna I was gonna miss, or the reason I stayed with Podbean, is because I'm gonna drop a link for you guys in the room right now. Uh, for you guys that are just listening to the audio version, I apologize. You can't quite get the quit get the link or kick, click the link. But anyway, I just uh, dropped uh, the link in the room for the. Uh, that is the Podbean website that you get with your pod uh, with your hosting package if you pay $9.99 a month so I've been paying $9.99 a month since September of 2014 for just to basically be able to have this little website page because the other hosts don't offer this uh, they just host your web your your podcast but you don't get anything like this but I had been looking <clears throat> I have like a link tree I think a lot of people know what link tree is so link tree is a uh Linktree is a website that where you can put all of your links in one spot, uh, like your Facebook, your Twitter, and everything, and then just put a, let's see if I can, see if I can find my Linktree, I have one, I did, let's see, oh, it's giving me a login, 
didn't really want that, but it looks like that's what I got. So anyway, here we go. So Linktree is, um, this stuff's probably going to bore most of you guys. So Linktree is another service. CC and I was actually talking about this this morning before I fell asleep. Uh, Linktree is a service where you can just put all of your links uh, on one page. <clears throat> and <clears throat> and uh, so I'll, I'll drop a link tree, uh, my link tree in there right now. So it's just a basic where you can just literally just stick all your links on one page. There's nothing fancy about it. There's no bells and whistles, and it's pretty pretty bland, uh, kind of like the difference between a, a Lipson and a Podbean. <clears throat> but um, so I found this new service. Um, that's called solo.to and uh, I spent hours setting up this solo.to page uh, it's not uh, it's pretty user friendly I mean you don't have to really study to figure it out but it did take me a few minutes to get it figured out uh, more than a few minutes I mean I stumbled along the way to get it working uh, but I finally got it working got everything set up and it really, I think, uh, takes the uh, place of the Podbean uh, website. So I don't really need that Podbean website. So that left me the alternative to be able to switch away my podcast uh, that I've had on Podbean for six years and to move it. What It is Monday. What did I say? Did I say it was a different day? Uh, sorry, it's Monday, December 14th, uh, my birthday. Uh, so I moved, uh, or so uh, I set up this solo page. If you guys, I just dropped the link in the room if anybody wants to check it out. And it's pretty neat. I like the solo page a lot. It's uh, got a lot of bells and whistles to it. Uh, and I got it all set up and I even paid for this service. Now this service that I'm paying for is $6 a month. But if I'm not paying for the Podbean at $9.99 a month, I figured I could pay for uh, this link service and save $4, right? But then after I got this thing all set up, I went, I uh, was looking at Instagram and you know how they always, they, they read your mind or what you're working on or what you're doing and they serve you up some ads for that kind of stuff. And sure enough, they sent me an ad in Instagram for a different uh, service that's called Links Co. And this service has a lot more bells and whistles. Um, so for the same price for the Links Co, uh, if you got the solo uh, upgrade for what Links Co gives you for $3 a month, it would cost you $15 a month on solo. And the solo... Uh, because there's different tiers to the solo. The, the Lynx uh, Co. is just $3 a month. And so uh, I was like, oh, man, because I had literally just got my uh, solo page set up and was really excited about it, and I uh, applied to be an affiliate, and I got approved. And so I was really excited about the solo. I put it on all of my stuff, and then lo and behold, I find this Lynx Co., and uh, start setting it up and messing around with it, and it's got a way more different options than the uh than the solo for three dollars a month half the six dollars a month i'm paying for the uh the not even the top plan on solo 
So I ended up setting up this uh, this links page. So you guys take a look at all of these pages and let me know uh, which one you like the best. But I think I'm going to be staying with the Links Co. page uh, at $3 a month. And uh, that'll be saved. I won't have $9 a month for uh, Podbean, so I can use that Links Co. page. Hey, Eve Brooklyn Bulldog. Thank you so much for the birthday wishes. Good to see you. Thank you so much. Uh, like I was telling everybody, I'm thrown off Facebook for 30 days. I'm in Facebook jail, so if you wish me a happy birthday on Facebook, I won't be uh, replying. I apologize. But anyway, check out my Links Co. page there. I set it up, uh, and I'm going to be setting it. I've uh, got an affiliate set up for this, too, so if you guys want a page like this, uh, definitely uh, can get you hooked up. Uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, I think I'm going to stay with the Links Co. page. Just for the, I can put pictures and stuff like that, which I can't do on the uh, solo page. I'm sure the solo, once they see how Lynx is doing theirs, I'm sure they're going to be, uh, you know, I'm sure they'll be upgrading their service. But it's still more expensive, so I think at this point I'm just going to uh, go with the uh, Lynx Kill page. And you know the funny thing is, is I am half asleep here because I could actually be showing you guys this stuff. I forget that I set up these screens so I could actually be uh, showing you guys this stuff instead of just uh, talking about it. Give me a second here. We're going to pull up our Microsoft Edge. So this is the Podbean site. Let's see if it comes up properly here. Should. So this is my uh, Podbean website, as you can see. And uh, the main reason I've stayed with Podbean paying $9.95, you can actually see up here at the top where the lettering is overlapping if you put it on the small screen. So that's kind of a problem with Podbean there because uh, I have lettering on my banner, but then it also offers you lettering. So you have to have that lettering in your, so people can find it in Google. Uh, so you have to have, you have to put a title on your page. And I have a title on my banner, so it kind of overlaps there. But if you put it on a wider screen or a phone, it, I don't think it does that. But anyway, this is my Podbean site I've had for, gosh, years now. Uh, but nobody really ever visits it. Uh, it's kind of funny. Like the the most uh, where people find the uh, podcast is the audio podcast is from iTunes or from uh, po Apple Podcast. But anyway, I... Uh, I'll show you guys the link, my link tree page really quick. It's very, very basic. So this is link tree. But this is, but before I do that, let me say that the reason I have stayed all this time with Podbean is because I do, I liked having this site, if that makes sense, uh, for the podcast. And none of the other services really offer that. Okay, so here's my link tree. As you can see, it's just super basic. Uh, there's really nothing to it. There's no graphics. You basically just put a link uh, and then and label it, and that's it. That's all you get uh, with Linktree. 
and then we'll go to uh, let's go to let's go to solo.to and the solo really replaces I think for me uh, the solo really replaces the uh, Podbean website just the way it looks I mean it looks so uh, clean and professional can't scroll this though there's not enough to scroll it so hopefully you guys can see it I don't know if you're gonna be able to see all of it but it really does a good job of replacing yeah you can see the top of it but I can't scroll it for you guys it does a good job of you being able to see the the uh, you can see the top and so the links are just at the bottom there but then we also have this links co page that you can put pictures and you can basically do everything pretty much that you can do in the solo page you can have pictures and everything uh, it's not it's a, it looks a little bit more like Instagram it's not as much laid out like a website uh, as solo is uh, links co isn't uh, but see I can scroll this one I can't scroll the other one and I can put pictures and make it a little bit more uh, there's some things I wish that they would tweak like the uh, these icons I think they're too big I wish the icons I could make these icons smaller and I wish I could make the uh, stuff on the page actually wider uh, if I can make these icons smaller and make these uh, make this you know if it was out to here to about here I think would be perfect I think it's a little narrow for me but you know that's kind of the way Twitter is so uh, but I kind of would like it if it was a little bit wider and these were a little bit smaller like half the size but this page is three dollars a month this page the way it's set up right now is six dollars a month and if you get the Linktree Pro which I don't have it's six dollars a month as well so uh, my feeling is trying to save money these days I think the solo page I mean the links co page is the way I'm gonna go now I asked my friend Cece about this I sent this, these to her this morning and she picked out the solo page she picked out this page that she liked the best and when it, and it comes down to it uh, looking professionally I think it does look the most professional but for you know half the price three dollars a month I get this and I don't really know how many people are gonna even look at them so that's another thing so I think I'm gonna go with the uh, actually and I'm affiliate for both now I'm affiliate for the solo page and I'm an affiliate for the uh, links go page but I think at this point I'm gonna stay with links go page unless solo reaches out to me and offers me some kind of deal because uh, money right now is uh, you know for everybody is tight so I just you know it's not that I can't afford it it's just I can't if I can save the money why not save the money that's why I went and spent the time to switch to the new hosting company because like I said the new hosting company uh, uh, my old hosting company I've been paying $9.99 a month since September of 2014 I've only got 26 episodes on my podcast so in all of these years I've only gotten 26 episodes because I'd start the podcast do initial episodes and then let it fall off uh, because things would you know fall apart 
And so, and then I'd wait a few years and I'd get it going again and I would never cancel it because I was like, nope, I'm going to do it at one point. I'm going to get this podcast right. I'm going to do it. So, uh, you know, I just really got going again with uh, doing the audio version of the podcast. Let's see here. There we go. So I just got going again doing the audio, audio version of the podcast. So, uh, But I found this new hosting service that's called Red Circle. There's, It's not fancy. There's nothing really fancy about it. Now, Podbean is, you know, it's it's a little bit fancy, you know what I mean? But you're paying $9.99 a month for it, so it should be, right? So Red Circle's not fancy. You know, it's pretty much like Linktree. It's just a straight-up hosting site. There's no bells and whistles. They don't give you a website to host it for your podcast or any of that stuff. It's just uh, all you do is put your you load your uh, you load your podcast on their site and then they they push it out to all of the other sites for you. That's all they do. You don't get any bells and whistles. But the best thing about Red Circle is it's free. It's absolutely 100% free. Now, when I started this podcast. Uh, I didn't have a whole lot of money. I'd kind of retired out the Joshua tree and I didn't, I was not working and didn't work for like a year. And, uh, so when I started the podcast on Podbean, I was searching for hours and hours and hours looking for a free service. And, uh, then I ended up finding Lipson and started with Lipson, but it was so bad and so antiquated that I, I opted to pay $9.99 a month and start everything up on Podbean because I felt like if I was paying $9.99 a month, I'd be more serious about it uh, and stay with it, which that didn't happen. But anyway, uh, so I have nothing bad to say about Podbean. If you're looking at starting a podcast uh, and if you have a little bit of money, uh, Podbean is a great way to go. I mean, they've really, uh, I they don't, I don't know, like when, when I first started my podcast out there, like they communicated, like if I said something about them on Twitter, they would acknowledge it, that kind of thing. But they've grown so big now that, you know, you're just another podcaster on their service. So they really don't have much to say to you. Uh, so, uh, you know, I kind of like being with smaller companies and Red Circle is just starting out. Now it's going to suck, you know, because this is one thing that happens to some, you know, sometimes when you move you move things off of one platform over to a new platform that's a new startup and then they don't make it. They go out of business and then there you are stuck because you've moved everything over. So I worry about that, but I think they they've got they look like they're really doing some great things. And my biggest complaint about Podbean, which I didn't even know this. I figured it out after I was already initially starting getting ready to move to Red Circle is I want some promotion. You know what I mean? Like I want to be able to run ads on this podcast. I know it will be annoying for you guys, but that way I could actually make a even if it's just change. I mean, even if it's just 35 cents an episode, that to me is something. I've paid $800. I think it was like $867 to host this podcast, the, the audio podcast, since 2014. I've paid Podbean over $800, and I've never made a penny from this podcast, the audio version. So it's always kind of been like a sore subject with me that I was just paying this money out every month, and there was no, I had no figure, could figure out no way of getting any money back. Uh, and, and monetize it. That's why I do this vodcast on YouTube because uh, it's monetized and I do make a little bit of money from it. 
But with Red Circle, they offer you ads. All you have to do, just like YouTube, all you have to do is start getting, well, all you have, it's, this is actually a milestone for your podcast. You have to get 500 downloads a month. And once you get the 500 down, I mean a week, I'm sorry, five, if it was a month, I, was, I would be there. But it's 500 downloads a week. And I'm at 370 right now. Uh, so I'm or about 370 is what I'm averaging. So I might even add another show, uh, to this, to, to reach that. But once you get to, um, 500 downloads a week, you can opt into their ads program and then they will, uh, set up partnerships with you for people that want to advertise on your podcast. So that is, is amazing. And then I find out Podbean has the same thing. When I get ready to move, I stumble onto the same thing in Podbean, but it's a, you, it's a bigger milestone to reach. It's, I think it's a thousand, uh, I think it's a thousand downloads a week or a thousand, I think it's a thousand downloads an episode or something like that. Now don't take me, I could be completely wrong on that. So somebody from Podbean could reach out and you know, that's not right. So, but I just, I didn't even know it was on Podbean. I didn't even know if it was offered on Podbean. That's how, you know, cause there's so much stuff, uh, digging around on Podbean, but on Red Circle. So it's five, uh, 500 downloads a week and you can get monetized. The other thing that they do, which I really loved is you can opt into this thing in in the uh, in in the platform itself with all of the other podcasters that's on Red Circle and you can advertise on each other's podcast you can reach out to somebody else and have them on as a guest or have them or have them do like a little advertisement drop like hey this is uh, so and check out my buddy so and so's podcast uh, they talk about this this and this and then you and then they can do the same for you to help you grow your podcast to reach that 500 downloads a week if that makes sense so uh, I just felt like that kind of stuff was lacking with Podbean. It just felt like they weren't really, you know, I don't know. I mean, I guess they have this stuff there. It's just like I just didn't feel like uh, that they was, you know, like really helping promote, you know, channels to grow or podcasts to grow. And that's that's what you want is your podcast to grow. And in recent, I've, I, you know, my podcast were doing back in the day, like seven, five, 300, 500, 700 downloads. Now they're doing like 21, 31 downloads. So there's a lot of competition out there now though. Let's get back in the room. See what you guys have been. Uh, I have been, um, uh, neglecting you guys just talking. Uh, Oh, freedom dove left. I have to make dinner for my son. I'll leave the feed playing. Maybe you'll still be here when I'm done. If not, have a great night, everyone. Thank you so much, Freedom Dove. Uh, glad glad you stopped in. Thank you so much. So, yeah, I probably bored everybody to tears with all of my uh, podcast talk. But, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's what I've been up to like the last uh, three or four days. It's just working on... Uh, looking at possibly uh, doing something else with this podcast and moving hosts and uh, I got it all done so uh, it took hours and hours and hours of sitting in this chair but I got it all done it's uh, one of those things uh, what do you call it like it's a uh, it's an account you feel accomplished about it so I feel pretty accomplished about it that I got it all done Let's see. 
English Bulldog, uh, Eve says, all of this looks pretty legit, Rav. You know, Eve, I appreciate that. I appreciate you saying that because I have, uh, I've worked really hard to try to make it, you know, even though it, we're, I'm not a big podcaster as of yet, uh, if it ever does take off, I want it to look pretty, you know, legit. You know what I mean? Uh, it was funny because this morning I didn't spend a whole lot of time, but I did look at their program in Red Circle about reaching out to other podcasters and, you know, doing a, like a collaboration or haven't doing like a, what they call drops. So you just record a drop and put it on your podcast. Like, Hey, check out my friend, English Bulldog, uh, Eve Brooklyn. I mean, it's Brooklyn Bulldog. Uh, check out her podcast. You know what I mean? And then they'll do the same for you. Uh, so I, I, I went in and there's a few political podcasts that would probably gel well with me and we could do a collab. Uh, but a couple of them, I, I listened to them and you could tell that they're just like holding their phone up, like they're recording their podcast on their phone. And, it, you know, it didn't even, you know, it didn't even sound professional. It was very weird. It's very weird, the podcast thing, because everybody can, you know, you everybody has a phone. So, every, you know, people just take a phone and just talk to their phone and then upload it as a podcast. And then you go in and then you click on a different, like there was one that was had this great thumbnail. It was a very attractive thumbnail. Uh, and so I clicked on the thumbnail and it was one of the podcasts that was recorded with like a phone or like a terrible microphone. It was terrible audio. And so I immediately was like, oh, I'm not collabing with that one. So I clicked off of that one. And then there was another one with just like a, an okay freaking thumbnail. I click on that one and the audio is amazing. Like, you know, it's like, you know, radio disc jockey audio. He's got a full like uh, intro and, you know, it sounds like a radio show. So it's uh it's kind of crazy the you know the different spectrums of where people are that are doing podcasts because podcasts are so popular now. Uh, back in the day when I started when I started the podcast in 2014, uh, everybody was using like people were not just jumping on with their phone. People were using like legit radio style equipment, uh, which is what I worked my way up to uh, to do the podcast, especially if I was going to do the video version. I wanted it to look legit. I didn't want to just sit there talking to uh, the camera like I do with the videos. Man, we're 36 minutes into this podcast, and I haven't shut up about uh, Red Circle and Podbean. So, yeah, my friend Cece that's in the room, we've been talking. That girl is, uh, she is in New Mexico and hanging out for the pandemic. Are you still in the room, Cece? Uh, CC said, I may have to switch to save some money, though. Let's see what CC said. The funny thing is, is uh, I talked to CC about this computer stuff, and she knows exactly what I'm talking about. Like, when I sent her the pages, she's like, yeah, I have a link tree. Um, she has link tree. But then uh, I was teasing her because, like, at uh, at RTR, when I met her at RTR, uh, this year or last year, I'm sorry, in 2019, when I met her at RTR, yes, uh, Brooklyn English Bulldog, uh, Eve, CC is a nomad. She's the one that her van burned down, uh, at the van build in 2019. She had just pulled in and her van caught on fire. Uh, so she is a longtime nomad and she's hanging out uh, in New Mexico for the pandemic. Yeah, she's still here filing some pictures filing some pictures what is that 
so anyway, Cece, uh, I, I sent her this, uh, I sent her the links and then asked her if she would do me a favor and take a look at the, at the solo page I created and the, the link page I created and tell me which one she liked the best and then she tells me oh I have a link I have a link tree page I was like she has all of this stuff but you don't know where any of it is like you look at her Instagram page she's got like maybe 10 pictures on there and they're all of her favorite singer Selena but she has all of this stuff but she doesn't you don't find it anywhere uh, CC says I pay six dollars a month for Linktree. Yeah, you know the thing about that is CC is Linktree is so 2017. Uh, that's going to be my promo for uh, the advertising I do for or my affiliate advertising that I do for Linkco is going to. I'm going to put an advertisement out there going, man, you guys are are, are still on Linktree. Linktree is so 2017. Get on, uh, you know, get on uh, Linkco for three dollars a month for their professional plan they've only got one plan it's three dollars a month so all of these other services most of them a lot of them will offer like tiers like it's for five dollars you get this for ten dollars you get this for fifteen dollars you get everything uh, and what i loved about link co is for three dollars they give you everything and that's the way it should be for a link site i mean it's not you know a link site is not like a big professional website i mean you can host a freaking website uh, for like $10 a month. You know what I mean? For like on GoDaddy or something, you can build a whole freaking website. So these, to me, uh, Linktree charging you $6 a month is ridiculous. Uh, so I linked my, let's see. Uh, but I'm, my, I have to switch. CC's Instagram has my Linktree blocked. What? Why would they do that? You putting dirty pictures on there? Uh, I put dirty pictures on Instagram all the time. So I linked my Twitter, which has my link tree. I also can't post stories longer than 15 seconds on IG. I have to use my other IG account. Hmm. I didn't know you had another IG account. You're way too complicated, girl. No wonder you have a link tree. How many Instagram accounts you got anyway? Actually, I have two as well. I have my Rav Holly Instagram account, and then I have an American Nomad account which I don't even hardly post to the American Nomad account anymore since I don't do a lot of traveling. Since I haven't been doing traveling, I should say. But anyway, if you do, um, if you do um, have a lot of websites, like if you have a Twitter, a Facebook, like me, I have like three Facebook pages, a Twitter and uh, two Twitters, two Instagrams, and all of these different, and a website, uh, an Amazon affiliate site, and all of these different things, uh, and they just get lost out there, and that's the great thing about the link co is because uh, you can put all of that thing, all of those things, um, you can put them all on this one page, so you can put one link in your bio, uh, so if somebody cop or checks it, you know, they, they see it. If that makes sense. I mean, they, they, they can look at everything. Hmm. I was going to... Okay, here we go. So I'm going to put my uh, link, my affiliate link. I'm going to go ahead and drop it in the room. For Linkco, if you want to set up a Linkco page, if you use my affiliate code, I'll get a little bit of kickback, and I do appreciate it. So I've been talking about it a lot. And then I'll actually, I mean, you can pick whichever one you want. I'll go ahead and uh, 
I actually have a affiliate link also for Solo. So if you uh, if you like Solo better, oh man, I'm not signed into Solo. What the heck? I got signed out. Let's join. I don't want to join. Sign in. That's what I know. That's what I need. Okay, I'm gonna. See if I can find my. See, this is. You see, I just did it in two seconds on my Links Co uh, account, and I've been with the freaking Solo account. Here we are, but anyway, I found it pretty quickly. Um, and the crazy thing is, is um, with the with the two with the Solo and the Links Co. The funny thing is, is if you could if you could combine those two, you would have the perfect site because one of them has some things that I like that the other one doesn't have, and then the other one, you know, it's vice versa. Uh, like I like on the I like the links go, but it, it's not wide enough. I like the wider and the more it looks like a website on the solo.to site. Uh, but then you there's so you can add you can't add pictures on the solo.to site. So uh, you know, so it's just it's weird so anyway i just dropped uh, affiliate links for both of them in there the top one is for links co the bottom one is for solo if you want either one of you want a link if any of you want a links page uh and if you don't know what a link bio page is it's just where you can add all of your links so uh, you can have it's like having a website instead of having a website if you don't have a website but you've always wanted a website but you don't want, you don't know how to build a website you can put a little link uh, like a links co page together and then you can put a link in your Instagram. So if you have like, you know, your you want your family to find your Facebook and your Twitter and your Instagram and your Snapchat and your TikTok and all of these different things and your website, uh, you just build your little link co page and uh, put it, put your link in your Instagram bio and your Twitter bio and all your bios, your Facebook bio, uh, for a long time, I had Rav Holly, just my photography site. But with my photography site, you didn't see all of my other things, all of my podcast stuff as much. That makes sense. This whole show, I'm just talking about freaking computer stuff that you guys probably don't even care. <laughs> uh, but it is what it is. I don't really, I did, I've been so, you know, uh, I've been sitting here working on this stuff uh for a week now or you know messing around with this stuff so I really haven't been paying a whole lot of attention to what's going on in the politics and what's going on in the news if that makes sense so that's kind of why we're just sticking to what I've been working on the last week oh another thing is uh, I had planned on today for my birthday but because of every I decided to I wasn't I I'd, this kind of moving the 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 moving the, the podcast to a different server uh it just i found the red circle and i i looked at it before and i was like no it's way too much work to move a web to move everything the podcast so i just was too lazy and it's like nah and it didn't have the it didn't have the website with the red circle and so i was like no nah, i'm just gonna stay with podbean but then after i found this you know links uh co website that I could build to basically replace my uh, Podbean website. I was like, you know what? I'm going to move. I'm going to move it. Uh, so that's exactly what I did. But uh, it was it was a, it was a lot, you know, it, take, it takes some time to do it. 
and uh, didn't have a time. I haven't been keeping up with the news and everything that's going on a little bit. A little bit I have. You know, I get on Parlor and stuff and see what's going on on there since I'm throwing off Facebook. Let's see where we're at. Guys, we're 46 minutes into this thing. English Bulldog, uh, Eve says, it's your birthday. You can talk about whatever you want. Oh, thank you, Eve. I appreciate that. I don't talk about computer stuff a lot because I don't, you know, I mean, this podcast isn't geared towards computer stuff, but you guys should understand that I'm messing with computer stuff 90% of the time. Uh, So uh, Eve asked, what got you kicked off of Facebook? So what got me kicked off of Facebook is I was, uh, I'm in a group that's called the California Coronavirus Group. Uh, and all they do is talk about the coronavirus in this group, uh, you know, about what's going on with the shutdowns and all of this. You know, it's basically a bunch of uber liberals, you know, screaming, you know, everybody wear your mask. This is why we're in a shutdown again. But I got I joined that page back in like, I want to say March or April back at the beginning of this pandemic thing, you know, because I wanted to be able to keep up with because I didn't know we, none of us at that time knew what was going to happen. Right. We didn't know how deadly this coronavirus was going to be. I mean, people could have been dropping dead on the sidewalk uh, like they were in China for all we knew. Now, that's never you know, that's never happened. Thank God. But I never opted out of this Facebook page. So now at this point, uh you just have people in there just venting, you know what I mean? You have all of the uber liberals in there venting about uh, these dumb people that are not wearing masks or the ones that's creating all of this havoc and these problems and why we have to shut down. Then you have people in there that are on the right that are going, oh, you freaking idiots that are wearing your mask, sitting in your car by yourself. And, you know, it's, 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 it's a little bit comical, but I will troll people in there from time to time. And what I've un- come to understand is... Uh, the new censorship that's come just recently come down. Now they've been stepping up censorship a little at a time, but now they're really coming down hard on people. And uh, what I have come to learn is they just do not want you trolling people. You can't troll anybody on Facebook anymore. But anyway, I got into a verbal joust with somebody on Facebook and uh, talking. I was just talking crap about Biden because this is a coronavirus. Uh, it's called like the California Coronavirus Group, right? And somebody posts a uh, somebody posts a, uh, a, a article and just are bashing bashing Trump has nothing to do with coronavirus. They're just bashing Trump. They just post some article about Trump and they're bashing Trump. Right. So I go in and immediately start bashing Biden because I love, you know, I mean, they could not have given us two better candidates with uh, Kamala and Biden to bash. I mean, they, there's so much stuff. There's so many skeletons in their closet. So we, I have a heyday with it. It's kind of, it's fun. You know what I mean? They've been bashing Trump for four years. So now it's my turn, right? So anyway, this freaking person, uh, we're going through and, and I'm, I'm trolling them and you know, they can't, they're not keeping up with the wit in, in the responses. So they're getting madder and madder and madder and madder to the point where it always happens. They, they start saying, they, they immediately go, well, you're a Trump supporter. So you're just a racist Nazi anyway, blah, blah, blah. That's every leftist uber liberals last response. Well, you're just a Nazi rebel. I mean, a Nazi racist anyway, that, uh, you're a 
Trump cultists or whatever. Keep in mind, these people are still on uh, Obama's nutsack after how many years has he not been president now? And they, they still talk about Obama like he's still president. But they call Trump supporters cultists when nobody's a bigger cultist than uh, the Obama supporters for their black Jesus. Uh, the black Jesus. Uh, they, they, they love them some Obama. They can't stop talking about Obama. If Obama does something on Netflix, if Obama does this, if Obama does that, they can't stop talking about Obama, which what Obama really did was bomb Syria into oblivion, kill thousands and thousands of Syrians, innocent ch- women and children. Uh, if you ever watched uh, Clint Eastwood, Unforgiven, and uh, the uh, Gene Hackman goes, you are, uh, God, what was his name? The killer, uh, William Money. You're William Money, the killer of women and children. And uh, Clint Eastwood goes, that's right. I'm William Money. I've killed just about everything at one time or another, and I've killed women and children. That's Obama. He's killed lots of women and children. More than more than William Money ever killed. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so I they started calling me a racist Nazi. Well, my favorite thing is, uh, you know, we have... Video proof, not just one instance, but many videos of Biden uh, inappropriate, being inappropriate, inappropriate with children. Whether he's got some pedophile tendencies or not, he's doing things that are inappropriate with children in public on camera. So what, when they start calling me a racist Nazi, I immediately start calling them a pedophile. You're a pedophile, you voted for a pedophile, you knew he was a pedophile, and you voted for him. So you're either a pedo yourself or you're a pedo sympathizer, and since you're uh, up Hollywood's butt so far, you're probably a pedophile. And dude, they lose their mind when you hit them with that. Uh, so my whole thing is, is okay, I got I've for the last four years, I've had to take the racist Nazi stuff literally time after time after time. That's what they all go with. So now what I go with is, oh, you're just a pedophile. You want children. Uh, so they, they lose it. So that's exactly how I got thrown in Facebook jail because, of course, the, uh, leftists, their thin is so skin, their thin is so uh, thin. So as soon as they're, they're ca- this person was calling me a racist Nazi, but as soon as I called them a pedophile, they turned my comment into Facebook and got me banned on Facebook. And the funny thing is, is if they do that, you can't even turn them in, even even though they're the one that they're the ones that called me a racist Nazi first. You can't. You're already banned. You're stuck. Uh, cause they reported you and that's been happening, you know, that's been happening, happening a lot. So anyway, I got, I got thrown in Facebook jail again for being a bully. I'm a bully. Even though for, even though you can say anything you want about Trump on social media, on, on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube, you can say anything derogatory you want about Trump. You say anything derogatory about Biden or Obama or any of them and oh, Oh, you're in Facebook jail, buddy. Can't have any of that. I I love it though. So I my new uh so I actually even made up a it, it inspired a new bio because I've I've struggled with like what my bio says because I always I'll look at people's bios on like uh Instagram and stuff and uh or Twitter and they're talking about I'm a I'm a world uh, I'm a world class published photographer. I'm a world-class published photographer. I was published in uh, Playboy Egypt in 2014. I'm an I'm a internationally published photographer. So my Instagram bio says nothing. It's just got, it had my website and that was it. 
said nothing. It still doesn't say anything. But my uh, new Linksco page, I actually, and my, uh, the the one that finally changed me putting a bio, because I always had something on Twitter, but then when I did my parlor page, I actually put like We Are MAGA uh, on my parlor page and just kind of came up with to a bio that would help me build the page, if that makes sense. So, uh, getting thrown off Facebook inspired a new bio. So I've created, let me know what you think of this. So I put uh, my new bio on my links page is creator, uh, professional troublemaker, just as Facebook picture taker, host of the American, American nomad podcast. So that's my new bio. I kind of like it. It's kind of funny because every year, Every year, man, my camera is not focusing. What's going on with that? There it goes. Um, every year, hey, Random Nomad, what is going on, buddy? Good to see ya. Oh, yeah, and Random Nomad, what's in with sniffing? Exactly. He's the, he's the sniffer. The sniffer whip. What was that? That sweeper, the sniffer whipper picker upper or whatever. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, he's the sniffer whipper picker upper. Um, uh, Random Nomad says they should play their game next time. Camera went out on focus. Yes. Freaking camera. Uh, yeah, so uh it so it, it's it's kind of weird because at this time of year, I don't know what it is, but almost every single year at this time, I get like inspired to just like revamp stuff. I don't know what it is. Like uh so that's what I've been doing. Moving, the, I moved the podcast to a new host. I built these new. I found a new link uh, page, built it out. Uh, you know, just been trying to uh, you know step up the production value of the of the podcast. I've got it figured out now. I tried to. I asked a few people. I even asked Cece, uh, but she was worried her internet wouldn't be enough. But I asked uh, a few different people. I asked the bread trucker. I asked a couple of people if they wanted to be on this evening. Uh, and actually, I'm glad that everybody turned me down just for the simple fact as I wasn't even, you know, with all the work I was doing, I was not even ready to do the podcast myself. So if I would have actually had, a, if somebody would have took me up on being a guest, I wouldn't have got all this work done uh, that I got done, if that makes sense. Because I would have been prepping and preparing to have them on as a guest for the first guest. But I am looking for a guest. So if you anybody wants to come on, if you're brave enough to come on, uh, we're going to do it through um, StreamYard. We're going to do it through StreamYard. And... Uh, I will be able to send you a link and you can actually even download the StreamYard app on your phone. You could actually do, you could be a guest just being on your phone. Now I know this works because I did it. I ran a test trial. I actually had two cameras going. I had, uh, or three cameras. I had a camera. I had a uh, B camera over here. And then I also had my phone uh, right up here as C camera uh, on StreamYard. So I know that it works. Uh, so you could actually uh, do it on your phone and be on the show. The only thing that I would ask if you decide to come on the show and you want to use your phone, which I have no problem doing with that, is uh, just make sure that if you do use your phone, if you would probably use your headphones. Like if you have an, an iPhone, you have like the, I, the Apple, uh, either the earbuds or you have the uh, the little 
you know, the, the buds for the mic, uh, because you, you want the mic that's on that. It's not so much the, the hearing, but the mic, uh, is a lot better if you use that mic instead of using the one on your phone. But even if you just use the mic on your phone, it's, it's whatever. It's not like we're broadcasting this to, uh, Fox media or anything. Random Nomad says, I have seen it work to another streamer. You should play their game next time. I'm the start of the new year. I almost missed this one. I was just going to say that. I have seen it work for... You've seen... Gosh, Random Nomad. You've seen what work for another streamer? Oh, the stream yards. Yes. Yeah. So, um, like I had said... Um, guy, Nomad... Another nomad. I used to get random nomad uh, mixed up with a guy, my friend. Uh, gosh, something nomad. Oh, nomad, nomad unbroken. So nomad unbroken used to come in a lot of a lot back in the old studio. He used to come in, and I actually think I even have him as a moderator. Uh, haven't seen that guy. I should actually check up on him. Uh, nomad unbroken. See how he's doing. But he was the first one I saw that was using Streamyard, and uh, he was just using his laptop to do his streams and he used to stream all the time but I haven't seen him lately but I haven't really been keeping up uh, with the nomad community as much but that has changed let me let me let me reiterate uh, I started watching van life videos for the first time in over a year or like a year I spent not yesterday I think it was Saturday I actually watched nomadic fanatic I watched uh, pandemonium I watched uh, Gosh, probably about five, five different. Uh, oh, I watched uh, uh, Unstoppable Morgan. I watched about five different uh, nomads uh, just to kind of catch up and see where everybody was and what they're doing and how they're handling the pandemic and everything. So Pandemonium was in Parker, uh, actually, you know, for the Thanksgiving, because uh, we were all there in 2019. Uh for the van build. So a lot of people actually, not a lot of people, there was only like 10 or 15 rigs it looked like, but they actually congregated back out where the van build was in Parker uh, and Pandemonium was there. So, uh, and then, uh, but everything ever, you know, nothing is the same because of the freaking pandemic this year. Everything is like, you know, like I watched Nomadic Fanatic and he had even like skipped putting out some videos. And then the video that I, I watched a few of his videos, he was having trouble with his generator. And then uh, his he has a pass, like a yearly pass for this fancy RV park that he can just go in. Any RV park, he can put in a reservation. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. I don't really want to plug them anyway. So just just know it's a fancy or one of these really resort style RV parks that's like you know seventy five dollars a night or something like that. Because uh, he's making the YouTube bucks now, he can afford that. But you pay like a timeshare, I guess, for it or whatever. But anyway, uh, he had all of these different reservations set up, uh, and and the video I'm watching was like back in May. But he had had all of these different reservations sh uh, set up, and then they canceled all his reservations because the parks, those RV parks, all closed down. Um, yeah, Chrome Freedom Dove. You know, I I actually saw his thumbnail. I didn't click on uh, I didn't uh, Van City Van Life Chrome. I didn't click on his and watch his. But anyway, the reason I'm mentioning this, guys, we just hit an hour. Is stay with me. Because I am going to be coming back on uh, my other channel 
Nomad News. That's my New Year's resolution is to really start. I wanted to get this thing perfected to where I was comfortable with it. And now I'm comfortable with it. I know what I'm doing. Uh, I know I still have a lot of technical issues because I'm my own producer. Uh, and I have a lot of, there's a lot of stuff going here. Uh, you know, when most people aren't using a very extravagant setup when they're doing uh, their podcast. And I actually have like try to do what you would have with like a radio show you know what I mean so it's it's a lot for me to sit here and do everything and and switching my screens and everything uh it can be a lot but I pretty much I'm getting it I'm getting there so uh, I am going to now start working on Nomad News now I wanted to say this as well it's funny because I was really looking at, because what happens is with these two channels, with I have two different YouTube channels. So when I start working on one, it becomes my baby and I devote all of my time to it, working on it, uh, putting all my sweat and tears into this one YouTube channel. And I just leave the other one like a, like a dirty stepchild over there and don't pay any attention to it. I don't even answer or check comments. I don't do anything. I don't even sign into it. So that is what I did with Nomad News when I started concentrating on this podcast. I just said, I don't have time to mess with the Nomad News. It's a lot of work. So I started working on this thing uh, and got it. I wanted to perfect it, get it to a great, you know, a really good point. And then I go back in uh, night before last to Nomad News. And that channel uh, has over a hundred like 170 more views than this channel does. And I haven't done anything on that channel in months, like a year. I'm like, what? So the funny thing is, is when I was working on Nomad News, guys, you remember what, for some of you probably remember when I were doing uh, my episodes on Nomad News on my other channel. This channel was getting all of these crazy views. So it, I would be like, oh my God, I'm working on this Nomad News stuff and I'm neglecting my channel over there and it's doing the best. It's doing better than the channel I'm working on. So then I get on this channel and start working and doing weekly videos, three videos a week. I try to do three videos a week on this channel, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, religiously. I miss one here and there, but I try to do at least three videos a week on this channel, uh, live streams. And then I go back over to Nomad News and it's kicking this channel's butt. I'm just like, what? What is going on? Kills me. So what I'm going to do uh, is, and, and the other channel has made more money for the second time, for the second month in a row. The other channel, Nomad News, has made more money than this channel which I'm, I'm not even working on Nomad News. It's just over there dormant. I just thought everybody had abandoned that channel like I did. No, people are still watching all those videos and commenting, but nobody's watching the videos on this one. It's crazy. But what I'm going to plan on doing is trying to hopefully do uh, two episodes of Nomad News. So the days that I don't stream, which will be Tuesday and Thursday, I'm hoping to do those days to do an episode of Nomad News. And I may, if I can streamline it, I'm not going to do those crazy extravagant shows like I used to do where I do like five or six stories and the, the videos are 30 minutes long. Because I'm not kidding you, those videos would take me 15 hours to put together. I was literally killing myself doing those videos. 
So I'm going to streamline it down to where, you know, I'm doing maybe 10 or 15 minute videos and maybe just touching on three or four different nomads. And I may use this system that I use here for this show where I just pull stuff up on the screen. Because what really takes the time uh, on the Nomad News is when I would have to pull videos, and you really don't even want to do that, but I would be pulling Nomad's videos. I would download their video to my computer and then upload and then put it in my editing software and then cut out the little 30 second clip that I needed from their video to put into my Nomad News video. So now YouTube has actually kind of blocked that. My free uh, my free downloader, YouTube downloader that I used to use, Nomad, I'm a, a YouTube has pretty much ixnade that because they want you to pay for their premium service where you can download, where you have access to download the videos. So they basically wiped out all of the free downloader softwares that was out there on the internet where you could actually download YouTube videos. You can't really download them anymore. So what I may do is I actually may uh, use this system I have here and just do a screen recording of what I'm and do commentary over the video if that makes sense. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm figuring it out. But uh, for me to do Nomad News again, uh, I have to do it where it's not so extravagant to produce because it was too much work. I got burned out. Uh, vid vidly. It's software you download on your PC. So that's the one you can uh, rip a YouTube video off the internet, uh, Freedom Dove. Because I used to have one, because I get worried about downloading those, like Vidly or whatever it is. I don't know if it's Vidly, but there's some of those, like you download them, and what it is, it's actually a virus. It'll put a virus on your PC. Uh, you have to be really careful about downloading freeware, anything freeware for PC. Mac, not so much, but PC, I had a, you know, I had that happen on my uh, Dell my old Dell workstation and it, it ruined it. It, uh, locked the virus, locked the hard drive up. Uh, Eve with, uh, English bulldog says with five a week, won't you get burnt out? You know, uh, it's possibility Eve, but, um, uh, I have to look at this like it's my job. You know what I mean? Um, uh, I have to look, yeah, uh, freedom to have no viruses. Okay. I will definitely check Vidly out. Definitely, because if I do do the Nomad News again, that's one reason that I really kind of stopped is because uh, it was, if you can't be, if you can't download YouTube videos to be able to cut them out, to be able to talk about, you know, and, and show those videos, you know, it makes it hard to do like a news, you know, like a, where you're talking about people's stuff. If you can't click to it and, and go to their video, the video you're talking about. So thank you, uh, Freedom Dove. I will definitely check out Vidly. Uh, Freedom Dove says, I use Wee, Wee Brute and it scans a lot. Okay. I I have uh, the old one. I can't remember what it's called. It's the old, uh, it, but it's it's not for, it's, it's, it's basic. But they give you a basic scan for free. Do a Nomad Talk Show, Joe P. That's a good idea. Might do that. Definitely might do that. You've been using it for months. The Wee Brute is the Wee the Wee Brute is that uh that's a virus skin uh Freedom Dove. So Vidly. I'm gonna have to check out Vidly. I'm going to uh let's check that Vidly. Oh I should go back to A camera, sorry guys. Um uh, 
and a camera's not focused. So I'm gonna look up vid. I'm gonna click up vidly really quick. See what that looks like. Oh, you know what? I actually have downloaded this already. I I just uh, didn't open it because I was scared it might have a virus. But anyway, guys, we are ten minutes after the hour. Oh yeah, well I started late today, so we're good. I forgot. I started about 15 minutes late, so we're still good. It says we're an hour in, though. What time is it? Oh, yeah, we are an hour in. It's 8.22. And I haven't gotten anything to eat yet, so I'm going to get off of here and go get me some, Go get me a birthday dinner. I haven't eaten all day. Uh, I, I had some uh, microwave popcorn at about 4 o'clock this morning while I was in the process of moving everything over. I had to start transporting everything over from Podbean to uh, Red Circle. Um, uh, you got two, 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 two there, a military time random nomad. Thank you, Joel P for the birthday. We'll just, I need to go check out. I want to go look at your bus. I, you know, I, I haven't been keeping up with the nomad stuff, Joe P, but I want to go, uh, start. I'm going to, I'm you know the new year. I'm going to kind of get back into the nomad stuff. I think my truck is a mess. So I've kind of lost my love for my truck because it's got ran into by a drunk driver. And then when the pandemic, the insurance never fixed it. So you know, it's still supposed to be fixed by insurance, but like the lift gate doesn't work on it anymore. It doesn't have a left back tail light because some drunk ran into it while I was in it at my old work. And uh, the insurance reached out and was supposed to fix it for me. I was supposed to take it into the shop right as the pandemic hit. So everything shut down. And so my truck has never been fixed. So you have that. Uh, then you have the fact that I hooked up the batteries wrong going to RTR last year and shorted a bunch of stuff out. So now there's a bunch of electrical gremlins that I'm trying to, to figure out and weed out. It's been a bad year for Nomad. Yeah, it, it has been. It's been a bad, it's been a bad year for everybody, Joel P. I think Nomads, I think for, uh, yeah, the broken window, uh, it's just uh, been one thing after another. I mean, at this point, I mean, I'm at, I'm actually, you know, just like ready to sell the snap on truck and move on, which I think you guys have figured out. Nope. English bulldog Bertha did not get sold. She's still here in the parking lot. I've got to get a, uh, I've got to get a freaking smog. Once I get a smog check on Bertha, I can stick her on eBay. A uh, Joel P says, let's meet up and I'll take a look. Okay. Joel P where are you at right now? Are you, you still in Arizona? Are you in quartzite? I was actually hoping a badge uh, would actually install my diesel heater this year in my Snap-on truck, but I don't even know these days like what I'm going to do. Go back to living in Bertha. Yeah, uh, what I will do is if I can still, I'll sell both of them. I want to sell both of them Freedom Dove. I want to sell Bertha and I want to sell the Snap-on truck and combine that money to... uh, Combine that money to get a bus or get something else. I think a bus. I really want like a Wander Lodge. Or land in a tiny home in a pole barn. Yep. So Random Nomad, you you pay attention because I'm, uh, I'm, I'm weighing all of those things out. The thing about it is I like having, uh, I like being able to go, you know what I mean? And that's, a, that's the main thing with this office and with this office and with having Bertha still, I can't go. I'm tied here. If I hadn't had Bertha, literally, if I hadn't had Bertha, I would have never rented this office. I would have been out on the road somewhere 
and I would have been working on my Snap-on truck. But because I had Bertha, I can't drive two vehicles down the road. So I've been stuck here. Uh, and I thought it would get me motivated to sell Bertha, but it just hasn't. I mean, I tried to sell Bertha, but I got burnt out on dealing with people that said they wanted to buy Bertha. I mean, like, for so I've never, I don't want to complain about this because it sounds so prima donnish to complain about this. But what, ha, what the deal with Bertha is, I had it for sale for quite a while. I probably showed Bertha to 30 people. And when I was working over at SVO, Bertha was here in my friend Noah's driveway, like five minutes from here down the street. Okay, that's a 33-mile drive from where my old work was in downtown L.A., close to downtown L.A. It was 33 miles one way. So literally on like five, six, seven different occasions, I had people reach out to me uh, through Facebook, uh, through uh, YouTube, through everywhere. Uh, and people would reach out to me and go, oh, my God, I love that rig. That's the exact rig I want. I've been looking for something exactly like that. I want. When can I look? Can I look at it right now? And I would be like, uh, no, dude, I'm at work. But, uh, you know, I could come to I can meet you in Fullerton tomorrow so you could take a look at it. And they'd be like, yes, I w- if you sure you can't do it today? I would be like, no, I can't do it today because I'm at work, but I can meet you tomorrow. We, I can meet you there like at 3.30 p.m. tomorrow if that will work for you. Okay, so then I drive all the way from downtown L.A. here to Fullerton, and I uh, meet the person at 3.30. They look Bertha over. They're in love. They're literally in love. They're like, oh, my God, this re- this is exactly what I've been looking for. This is exactly what I want. Uh, this is a, this is perfect for me. This is exactly what I want to start my nomad life. I can't believe I found this rig. And this is the, the, the feedback I'm getting while I'm showing them Bertha, right? So I'm like, oh, gone, dun, Bertha's sold. I'm happy. Uh, all good. Yes, you know, this is worth the drive. And then uh, after spending and, and going through intricacy, you know, showing them things in Bertha that, you know, little, you know, because Bertha is a 45 year old, 40 year old rig, you know what I mean? Uh, So I have to show them like there's little things, you know, that don't work like a brand new rig, you know, so I show them everything, how to, how you uh, light the hot water heater, how you light the stove, uh, you know, how you take a shower, how you do everything. I show them everything because I want it, you know, I'm trying to teach them because I know that rig like the back of my hand, right? And then I spend like three hours with them. It's like six, getting dark. I mean, it's six, six, 37 o'clock in the afternoon. I haven't eaten. I'm starving. And then I look at them and I'm like, you know, looking at them like, okay, we need to like wrap this up. So like, you got money. How are you going to like pay? Like, uh, you know, how do you want, you know, how do you see yourself? You know, like, uh, you know, like, you know, and then they go, oh, well, you know, hopefully, you know, I, I, I have like a, you know, a check coming in. Uh, I don't have the money right now though, but I'm going to get it. And that happened over and over and over. So I really didn't understand because I've seen I've 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 actually been trying to buy buy automobiles in the past, and I would contact somebody about them, and they would be so snippy with me, like, and I'd be like, well, hell, I don't even want to buy your freaking truck, dear, or your car, if you're going to act like that, like, what's your problem? I understand what their problem is now. I didn't get it, and I see these these advertisements for vehicles that say no tire kickers. I never really understood that aspect, because I've never really been a, a, a vehicle seller, and all the time in the past when I've sold a vehicle, it just sells. 
Like when I decided to sell my Harley Sportster, I sold that Sportster for $8,500. And like the dude was in love with it. He wanted it. He was hounded me to buy it and I didn't want to sell it. But I was like, you know what? I have two motorcycles. I have two Harleys. I need to get rid of one of them because I can't afford the insurance and everything anymore on both of them. So I just, he, I, I told him like, hey man, I call him like, I, I like text him like, hey man, you still want to buy that Harley? Yes. I said, like, when do you want to buy it? He goes, when can you bring it to me? I'm like, I'll bring it to you to this evening. And I was heartbroken because I really didn't want to sell it. Uh, I really, I still miss that motorcycle. I still wish I had it. Uh, it's one of the, my regrets of something I sold that I really wish I didn't sell. But I sold it. And, and it was, I sold it for way more than I paid for it. But I did a lot of work to it. But it still sold way, way, way high for a Sportster. But it was because that guy was in love with that bike and he wanted it. Uh, and then I sold my 66 Mustang when I decided to sell my 66 Mustang. I didn't even leave. I didn't even, I didn't even, uh, advertise it anywhere. All I did was kind of put out some feelers like, yeah, I think I'm going to sell my 66 and people got all, oh, you're going to sell the Mustang. Yeah. I think I'm going to get rid of it. I think I want to get a motorhome or something, uh, that's more practical for me. I can't, you know, this, this Mustang just sets all the time. I don't even really drive it anymore. I don't even drive it or enjoy it. Somebody should get to enjoy it. It's a beautiful car. You know what I mean? And I don't really drive it. So it's just sitting all the time and literally with just Saying that to like maybe five or six, seven different friends, one of my friends told another friend like, uh, or somebody was saying he wanted a classic car and my, and they go, Hey man, I got a buddy of mine. has got a badass 66 Mustang. So out of the blue dude from Florida gets a hold of me. Like, Hey, I hear you got a 66 Mustang for sale. Like how much do you want for it? I'm like, uh, uh I'd take uh 10, five. And he's like, okay. He's like, Oh, send me some pictures. And I send pictures and I send a video and, uh, he goes, I'll be on a plane to come get it in the morning. And sure enough, I met him the next morning and he flew out here and picked it up and took it back to Florida with him. So that's been my, you know, most of my experience when it comes to selling stuff, it just goes right away. And when I buy, I find what I want, like that Wander Lodge, uh, the one I was showing you guys last episode with the wood stove and everything. And I just go get it. I don't go like and. You know, I mean, I'll look if there's any like red flags, I'll look a vehicle over, I'll crawl up, look into the undercarriage, make sure there's no rust on the frame. I'll check the window, uh, the, the, the wheel wells for rust and I'll look for rust and, and then I'll look at the, you know, how much grease or oil and stuff is built up on the engine, like engine leaks and that kind of stuff. Look at the tires, what kind of tire, how the tires look if everything looks aligned, you know, you know, do a short test drive and then I'll just buy it. I don't finagle with it forever like these people do. Uh, <clears throat> Freedom Dove says, pray for the perfect person to come around to the birth as new owner. See it in your mind's eye. Yes. You know, and I think a lot of it, Freedom Dove, is even though I say I want to sell Bertha, just I have a sentimental attachment to that rig. So there's no real hurry for me to sell it, which I do need to sell it. It's kind of like the motorcycle. You know what I mean? I know what's going to happen with Bertha's. What's going to happen is I'm going to sell Bertha. Somebody's going to put probably like 10 grand in that rig and just make it immaculate. And I'm going to be going, oh man, I kind of wish I had done that. And it was still mine because that's what happened with the Harley. But it is what it is. 
Uh, Joel P says, I spent an hour under my schoolie. Yeah, you really got to check those schoolies for rust because I know uh, of a nomad uh, several, not yeah, several years ago, back when the schoolie thing first started getting popular on YouTube, I watched a couple that uh, they bought a school bus, bought it up in the north. Never buy a school bus from a northern freaking school. If you get one from Arizona, California, they're everywhere, Te- even Texas. Don't get one from Minnesota, Wisconsin, uh, Massachusetts, New York, any of those northern states. Do not buy, don't even buy a vehicle. When I get ready to buy a vehicle, my 66 Mustang was sold brand new on the showroom floor in Phoenix, Arizona. In 1966, when I went and bought that Mustang, I flew to Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona and picked it up. It had been its entire life in Phoenix, Arizona. So there was not hardly a ounce of rust on that car. There was just a little bit of uh, patiki on the car here and there, but there was no major rust on that car anywhere because it spent its entire life in Arizona. And then I sold it and went to Florida. Uh, Joel P says, I, I still found a crack across member, the, a cracked cross member the other day. Holy moly. Yeah. Those buses are heavy and any rust, but anyway, there was a couple on a uh, YouTube that they did that. They bought a bus, uh, didn't know anything about a bus really got it home and went to start, uh, drilling the seats out cause they were going to have to remove the seats and the the undercarriage of that bus was so rusted out they could literally just rock the seats back and forth and pull the seats up out of the floor and then they ended up crawling under the bus and realized the entire frame of that bus was gone it was rusted there there it was the, it wasn't even safe to drive and then they ended up having that bus and had to go buy another bus and they spent like $7000 on this bus because it looked very clean it looked really nice and new and clean, but it was had been driven, you know, on those salty roads wherever they got it. And it, the whole undercarriage of it was just done. And they ended up buying another bus to do their conversion. Uh, Freedom Dove says, I had to drive 1,700 miles away to get my sub- suburban land to avoid the rust belt. Yep, that's the way you do it. It's It's worth it, I'm telling you. When I look for vehicles, I'm not kidding. When I look for vehicles, I really look for vehicles that are in California and that are in Arizona because I know these two climates very well, even Nevada or Nevada. But for some reason, I I really stick to Arizona and California. Like the schoolie that I'm looking at, that Wonder Lodge is a 78. It's a California bird. I mean, it's a California bluebird. It's been in California pretty much its entire life, just traveling out of California. So there's no, no real rust on it. All right, guys, I'm just uh, rambling now, so we're going to get off of here. Uh, we're 124, and I said I wasn't going to go past an hour. I need to keep these to an hour with the audio. Random Nomad says, I found my Toyota motor motorhome here in Minnesota, and it was awesome. Well, if you find one that doesn't have a lot of rust on it, you're you're doing good. But you're you're up there, so you... All of your vehicles, you guys just drive them. I've seen vehicles up there that the whole freaking, the whole body of the vehicle is rusted in two and they're still driving it down the road. So that's something you guys deal with. But if you, if you're in the South or if you're, if you know, basically what I'm saying is if, if you're, uh, if you're in the South, don't go to Minnesota to buy a, a vehicle, get it in the South. 
the the if you're getting an older vehicle, I'll, I'll give you. A, just, I think most of you, everybody knows this. I'm just going to say it to reiterate. But if you, the the least amount of rust that's on a vehicle, the better. Like Bertha sitting out there, she's an 82. I know exactly where the rust is on that vehicle. She has a cancerous rust spot at the bottom of one of the front fenders that needs to be actually it needs to be cut out and needs to be a piece of sheet metal uh, welded back in there and then grinded out and painted. Uh, and then uh, where the mirror is on the driver's side, where the bolt is, there's a little rust spot right there. And that's all the rust that rig has on it. There's no rust on Bertha other than those two spots. And I always show it to anybody that's looking at it because it's mostly cosmetical. People don't even see it. Yeah, stay away from southern areas prone to flooding. Yeah, that's why like uh, Louisiana, places like that, you got to be careful. Because you can get a lot of freaking, you can get a lot of hurricane vehicles. You see a lot of boats that have been hit by hurricanes. Oh my God, Eve, Brooklyn, Brooklyn English Bulldog. Thank you so much for the $10 super chat. Yeah, we got a notification. The notification worked. Makes me so excited when I see that little stupid notification pop up. Because I work so hard to get that stupid thing working. And if you look up at the top of the screen, uh, up at the top of the screen, you see those things in the, uh, at the top. Those things are supposed to be automated. And like when somebody, like if Eve just did a happy birthday. And so it should say her name and stuff up there the next podcast. But I can never get that stuff to work. But I got the alert working. It just said it. Brooklyn English Bulldog Super Chat at $10. Thank you so much, Eve. I really appreciate that. Made my day. All right, guys, I hope you have a great week. Uh, and uh, if everything goes right, we will see you guys back here on Wednesday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 9 p.m. Central. And what is that, 10 on the on the East Coast? Uh, Freedom Dose says, always get a pre-purchase inspection. It will save you a lot of money. Uh, you know, I never do that, but I should. I've never done that. I mean, I bought Land Rovers and didn't even get a pre pre inspection. I look stuff over myself. I'm pretty mechanically inclined, even though I'm not a mechanic. Uh, and I probably just jinxed myself. I'm knocking on wood. Better find wood to knock on because I probably just jinxed myself looking at buying Bluebird buses because they're very expensive to fix. Yes, RN, the coast aren't immune from the salt. No, they're not. They're not immune, but like uh, Arizona. I mean, uh, but even a California car, if you get a California car, uh, California is so dry uh, that you won't get, you shouldn't find one with too much rust on it. You can look at Jay Leno's cars for that because he gets a lot of his, a lot of his cars he gets right here in Southern California. Uh, Freedom Dove says, I've been burned too many times. Yeah, I totally understand that, Freedom Dove. All right, guys, have a great week. And that is going to do it for this episode of the American Nomad. I hope you guys have an amazing week and we will see you guys back here on Wednesday, 7 p.m. 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Thank you for listening to the American Nomad podcast. Until next time, keep looking up because that's where it all is.